summertime. And the only thing the girls of Malibu Beach need is good music, good friends, and guys. So, what's it worth to you? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, a guy like that is just the kind of guy we need at the party tonight. They just invited the wrong guy. Began the most terrifying horror series of the decade. Now, the Driller Killer's back. Slumber Party Massacre, Part 3. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. What do we talk about, bud? Horror movies of the 70s, 80s, 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes today? And sometimes today. today. It's my annual birthday episode. Yes. You have a birthday once a year. Yeah, it happens annually. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we will do next year now that we've gone through all three Slumber Party Massacre films. We'll just watch them all over again. Yeah. We did not have an episode last week. No. We just didn't feel like it. That's yeah. honestly it. Well, I feel like we also forgot it was Thursday, like halfway. Well, we also weren't sure if the cat was getting spayed. Oh, the day. you know what? That's very true. Uh, she did not because it's closed due yeah. to COVID, but so we didn't know that. Her uterus wide still open, there. baby. Um, Oh gosh, so I guess uh, we watched We Summon the Darkness a few weeks ago. Yes. We both really liked it. It was good. I enjoyed it a yes. lot. Yes. Satanic panic fun. film. Uh, Amy Forsyth uh, could take or leave her in that, but she's doesn't really emote lots. No, uh, I guess that's part of that character, though. I in guess. That movie. Um, but anyway, yeah, birthdays, slumber party massacres. Hello, hi. My favorite film series, maybe. Yeah, this one's up there. I have a really hard time. Really, really good. Oh my gosh, yes, I really like. So this good. One. It's. Definitely probably the worst of the three, but I really like it. It's still really good. I think it might be the best slasher movie of the three of them. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, really good. I really like it. I mean, of course, I'm going to miss the rock and roll guy <laughs> with his drill. But Atanas. Mm-hmm. So it's from 1990. Uh, shooting names for this bad boy mm-hmm. were crazy things like Nightlight. Ah, and stab in the dark. Ah, ooh, very scary because it is in the dark. Like the actor who plays Michael didn't even know he was in Slumber Party Massacre Three because it was shot under the different name. Whoa, yeah, interesting. That's right? amazing. I love it. Directed by Sally Madison. Uh, this is her only directing credit. Really? Yes. I'm surprised. Written by Catherine Kieran. She also wrote this movie called Call in the Wild mm-hmm. that I vaguely remember from my childhood about a kid who has a plane crash and gets stranded in the wilderness. Based on Hatchet. Yes. Yeah. By Gary Paulson. Uh-huh. We had to read that in school, did I'm you? I'm not sure if Americans have to read that, but oh, we definitely, definitely not. Did. We definitely did. We definitely did. I would be surprised if I found out that Americans had to read that book. Yeah, it was a very popular Canadian uh, young adult. Well, children's literature, uh-huh. I guess, yeah. And then in the sequel to that book, the Canadian government is like, we'll pay you to recreate your conditions because we want to study how you did it so well. <laughs> you were so amazing. And they send him with a psychologist. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. I've never heard of the sequel before, actually. I barely did. I only saw it on Wikipedia. I never read oh, nice. it. Oh, nice. Yeah. This movie stars Keely Christian, which is a fantastic name, mm-hmm. as Jackie. Did you find that she looks a lot like Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black? 
Yes, she does. Yes, she I was going to say like <laughs> one of them really reminded me of like a blonde 90s Kristen Stewart or like late 80s Kristen Stewart. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember which character? No. Oh, all right. Well, one of fine. the ones that had wet hair at some point <laughs> in the movie. So. Uh, she did a few TV shows between 1989 and 1991 mm-hmm. and then didn't really do anything else. Maria Claire as Susie. She was also in Society, I think, as his girlfriend's friend yes i believe um friends played by heidi kozak Mm -hmm. who was in slumber party massacre too so there's a link there Mm -hmm. um maria ford as maria at one point i know she was quentin tarantino's favorite b actress Ooh, yes i loved her in this Uh, britain fry as ken he was in hide and go shriek Mm -hmm. he's the guy with the buzz cut okay like the max headroom sort of deal brandy burkett as Diane, kind of the same story as uh, Keely Christian. She worked in the early 90s doing TV shows. Uh, and then she was uh, played a flight attendant in Liar Liar mm. and didn't really do anything else that after sucks. that. Uh, we also got Hope Marie Carlton as Janine. She was a Playboy model. Um, she was the pinup in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. Nice. She also did some low-budge action movies like Savage Beach and Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Now she's a makeup artist. Hard Ticket to Hawaii. They talked about that on um, How Did This Get Yeah, Made. yeah, yeah. So I really love the opening sequence mm-hmm. of this movie. I really love this movie in general. But It was very beautifully shot. I really liked the, like, uh, the photographs mm-hmm. because I felt like it, like, it sort of gave you an idea of the characters' relationships and personalities a little bit without having to, like, super backstory it. was it. so smart. I yeah. loved it. I, I know, wish more movies cute. would do that because our cat... Whoa. Yeah. Anyways, I wish more movies would do that because it was really effective. Yeah. And then it ends on the photo of Ken and his uncle. Ew. Uh-oh. And you're sort of left thinking... <laughs> What? This is out of keeping exactly. with the rest of what them. What did you think of Ken and his whole motivation in this movie? Um, pretty like uh, how do I put this? Yeah, so pretty like exaggerated, but Ken at the same was time, molested by his uncle, mm-hmm. and then after I I guess because his uncle commits suicide, mm-hmm. it like sparks something, and then he goes on a killing spree. Yes, he's back in town, presumably for the funeral yeah. or something like that. But, I mean, they never really connect those dots, which is fine because we can connect them ourselves. Uh, but, exactly. I don't know. It is interesting because hyper-masculinity and hypersexuality is like can be one of the ways that victims of childhood sexual abuse like. For sure. Yeah. And a lot of movies leading up to this... Mm-hmm in terms of like tone, especially in the eighties, I feel like they were, it was always a lot of like writing it off as like, Oh, they were a Vietnam vet who had PTSD. Yeah. Whereas this is like PTSD from childhood sexual trauma, which is very, I mean, it's not uh, discussed at length, but it is, you really see the impact of it. Yes. Yeah. So it starts with a volleyball scene. Mm-hmm. where I guess only, like, two of them were good at it. So the <laughs> whole scene is really hodgepodge together. Yes. We meet the whole crew. Well, not the whole crew, um, because Janine and Maria aren't there. But we meet Jackie, Diane, Sarah, Susie, Juliet, Tom, Frank, and Michael. Uh, and, man, I there's so many fucking people in this movie. There's a lot, yes. I'm going to have a hard time. A lot of blonde women. Yes. <laughs> But that's okay, because I gave them all nicknames. And that's why Maria is wearing that crazy wig. Okay, it was a wig. Yes, definitely. It was huge. I think it's because she was also blonde at the time, it so having huge. just another blonde in it was probably a bit much. That makes sense. But, yeah. I mean, it looked like a, like, it, it looked like um, if Elvira did not. It was not, very Elvira. But didn't have the money like to maintain it. Elvira meets Tawny Catan from yeah. the White Snake video. It was wild. Yeah. Hmm. So, Duncan, in the scene, they're like playing volleyball mm-hmm. or whatever. Duncan, who we also meet, he's this like just dweeby guy, I guess. Yeah. So, he tells Susie that she has a wide load, which is something that comes up a few times, her weight in this movie. And 
she like the actress is not overweight what the at fuck? all. Fuck. Yeah, right? I never caught that. I guess they mentioned her weight multiple times. And then even like even Ken near Rader the end, he's like, like oh, stepping heavy there. Fuck off. Yeah. Jesus. And she's not at all not she's at no all. bigger than Juliet. She's actually probably smaller than Juliet. They're all at or below average weight. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, Jackie and Diane are not participating. They don't participate in the volleyball game. They are just like sunbathing and chatting it up. They're talking shop. Exactly. Jackie, let's be logical. If you can't stop your parents from moving, why don't you just move in with us? My mom would notice. She's going through menopause. I can't do that. Besides, since my mom found my diaphragm and I told her it was yours, she thinks you're a bad influence. <laughs> You've got one year of school left, Jackie. Nazis. And then from behind them comes the weirdo. As he he's wearing a black zip up, which I at first mistook for like a black formal shirt. And I know he's obviously supposed to be creepy. Mm-hmm. And perhaps in this time period, maybe he would be, but he just looks like every male model. He's wearing loafers on the beach. He has an extremely male model face. He does, but Eyes sort of too wide, like far apart. Yeah. Looks very German. He, I think he was based he is on German. his name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just sitting there staring at them. Ooh. <laughs> we learn that Jackie is moving away soon. So that's why they're having this slumber party. Yeah. Her, her mom got a new job in Washington, Washington. D.C. She's really bummed about it. Also, she's really into Frank. And Diane is into Michael. And there's a really nice flip on typical norms Mm -hmm. when Diane says that Michael is asking to be lusted over because of how he looks. And he oils himself up. I found that uh, a lot in this movie. Yes. There's a lot of like turning on the like objectification of women and being like, but also boys. And also, but like even some of the advice that the women give. It's like typical. Yeah. Just go for it. You know, just do it. So I guess it's to like highlight how weird it is when you hear it coming the other way. I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I that's what I would assume anyway. Yes. So everyone has someone to want. It's great. Sarah, who I don't think has any lines, ends up knocking the volleyball way down the beach yeah. and right into Ken Woodhouse, cutie patootie extraordinaire, and completely bland. He just looks like he has a trust fund. So that's really it. Juliet goes down and they flirt for a bit. Mm-hmm. We do learn that she's had a crush on this guy since ninth grade. And since now she's in ninth 11th grade. or 12th grade. So it's amazing. It's a long time. To hold that flame for so long. Did you ever have a long term crush like that in high school or anything? Where we're like, whoa. And then he goes off to med school. <laughs> Wait, if he's in med school, how much older than him are they? Or like, how oh. much older than them are is he? So he must have gra- like he must have been. That's weird. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he's early acceptance because they're seventeen. At least they explicitly say Jackie's. I guess we would have to assume he was in his final year of high school while they were in their first year of high school. I guess that sort of timelines out. Do you have to do uh, like undergrad and post grad? Before getting to med school? I think you just have to do... I mean, you would be the expert. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The way that it works in our fair country is undergrad, then you go to medical school, and then from there you have to do a postgraduate degree where you learn some sort of medical specialty. So you become a general doctor, and then you become a very specific doctor. Ken was also a water polo player, yes. I believe they say. Yes, he was. Which is interesting. Which is also funny because later it's a different polo. She's whacking him with a polo mallet from the horse polo. It, like Julia comes back and she's like, um, yeah, I told him to call your house later. We're going to yeah. chat. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm so glad my mom pays to keep our number unlisted. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and now he's going to share it with the whole world. But he doesn't really need to because Jackie ends up just leaving her address book in the sand, which the weirdo guy picks up. The whole hot pink address book. Exactly. I feel like I would notice that falling out <laughs> since it probably weighed 
what, like five pounds? It was so big. It was huge. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, who has no lines, mm-hmm. knocks, or sorry, she walks back to her car. Through the gritty, dirty, graffiti-covered streets of Los Angeles. Venice Beach. Uh, I really liked the Venice graffiti Beach. background. yes. I don't know. This movie is kind of like perfectly what I think of when I think 1990. Sort of like a yes. Hawaiian tropic massacre. It's beautiful. Their fashions are beautiful. The interior design is very strange. It's interesting. Yes. <laughs> it's great. She gets a ticket for parking where she did. God damn it. Those damn meter maids. She ends up getting in her car mm-hmm. and she gets drilled to death right through the front seat from the back by a begloved man. Very scarily. It was very giallo. It was. He holds her hand, basically squashes her hands by the wrist against the headrest while he's drilling her. Yikes. Ken was pretty brute with a lot of his kills. An asshole for no reason, going in and out and in and out for obvious symbolic reasons, but like, oh, that would hurt so much. It would probably smell really bad too. And then the girls, along with Frank and Tom, Mm -hmm. Go cruising down Venice to music that I believe is actually the director. Oh, nice. to Jackie's house and it's just her and Frank. Well, you're not going to mention the convertible had leopard print uh, interior fabric? Of course it does. Over the entire thing? Red convertible, mm-hmm. leopard print interior. It looked like a Can stuffed animal that had been Can you think of a nicer, more <laughs> sexy car? Yes. A big white one. <laughs> there you go. So we get to Jackie's house and it's just her and Frank. She goes to leave mm-hmm. and then we learn that Jackie and Frank had just had sex the previous night. But Jackie is not uh, one One, and done. But neither is he. He likes her. He really likes her. Did you think he was going to, like, still be alive? I wasn't sure. It seemed like they left it open, so, like, perhaps he could. He could have been. That's true. But I don't think he was. I don't think so. I kind of liked it. it. I kind of liked it, because then they were like, well, we are now, we now feel on our own. We don't have anyone else here it's just us yeah yeah then she goes into her house and we meet morgan her oh neighbor oh boy some of the best awkward acting i've ever seen yes he's great at just being so like uh i was uh, like leave 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 right now get out morgan what are you doing in the house jackie Jack, I, uh, I just got home, and I saw your sign, and and the door was open, and I thought you were having um, an open house. It's okay. It's okay. I just must have left the door open. Um, my mom would kill me. <laughs> Do you mind if I go by? Of course. Of course not. I'm, uh, I'm just going to, um, um, I'll just, uh, I'm just gonna go. No, no, um, come on in. Take a look. I didn't realize you were in the market. Oh, yes. Uh, my accountant tells me I, I have to buy something. I have to buy something. (laughs) It's a nice house. Why don't you just look around yourself? I mean, the layout's really normal. The bedrooms, they're upstairs. And he's like standing in her way. Just, well, obviously, first of all, in her house, when no one else is there, I thought it was an open house. 
So did she leave the door wide open? She or? does say she must have left the door she, open and her mom would kill her. Maybe that's her blaming herself, though. Yeah. And he was really just going in there. He says he's inside looking around because it was left unlocked. Mm-hmm. And he thought it was an open house because they're moving. Their ho- house is for sale. And uh, his accountant told him he's got to buy something. Then she checks the voicemail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she gets a spooky message from Ken. Who she can't Uh-oh. identify as being from Ken yet. Well, she hasn't heard him talk. Exactly. And God damn it. What a fucking creepy thing. And she's to get. so nice to Morgan too, despite him being For like no, the most just awkward, show, weird. Just show dude. yourself around. And then he like two seconds later, he sprints down the stairs. Okay, I already looked. Goodbye. Or whatever. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna slowly leave, except to stand behind the window for like five seconds. Uh I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> they do like a Halloween style showing of the house like in a bunch of like stills yes leading up to jackie in the shower uh-oh no she's you just gotta take shower. that shower before the rest of the crew gets there well you gotta wash your knee in the back of your hand <laughs> and then you gotta put a towel on i don't know i liked the the way that this movie framed like the action like the do the verb shots like yes. that where it was like the story progression was pretty good mm-hmm. i think throughout this movie yeah i don't know even like when the rest of the crew gets there i feel like i really liked their dialogue and mm-hmm. dynamic with me each too. other me too uh they all brought dessert which is funny i thought but jackie started the barbecue because sarah is supposed to be the one bringing the meat oh no but she's already too dead to bring meat she's is meat now and just meat <laughs> And Jackie was also busy making brownie batter. I don't know. It was another line I liked because Janine starts eating it. Immediately. Yeah. She's just like, mmm, this is great. And then just takes the whole bowl. Janine, you are disgusting. Excuse me if I don't beat the shit out of you. Mm, I think I'm having an orgasm. I liked it. So Jackie goes outside to check on the barbecue Mm -hmm. and Maria comes out and they talk about how strict her parents are. That she has to change clothes in the car. They want her to dress like a little child. And also how this guy basically stalked her until she gave him a date. And it's so cute. I just love older guys. I don't know. Your parents are really nice though, Jackie. I mean, mine are so strict. They expect me to dress like a little girl. I have to change my clothes in the car every time I leave the house. (laughs) I think you're really lucky. So you like your new job? Yeah, it's okay. I make pretty good money with the tips. The food's good and the people are nice. So, do you meet anybody interesting? Well, there was a guy that came in last weekend. I saw him looking at me. Then he started coming back every night, even the nights that I wasn't working. One of the other girls told me. Last night, he comes up to me and starts talking to me. And we're going out tomorrow night. What's he like? Well, he's really nice and really handsome. He has dark eyes. Oh, God, I just love older men. They're such gentlemen. Well, how old is he? Oh, 50. Maria? Uh, And Maria just delivers it like, Oh, well, you know, he stalked me. He started... It's the craziest thing. He started coming to my work every day. Even the days I wasn't there and he was looking for me. (laughs) Anyways... Just like very, I don't know. I like her a lot. Yeah. And And later. I I think it's to like, sorry. No, that's okay. Even later, she's like, I feel like she's the one who's like, hey, your hair looks great. Like she's talking to other people up. She's being a good friend. I don't know. I like her a lot. I feel like it was to sort of show us as the audience being like, wow, that's really fucking weird. Mm -hmm. But if it was like. I don't know, like a dude. That if it was a like, romantic comedy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would be the opposite. This or would be like the if you were Ken and he was telling the story, it yeah. would be you'd be alarmed. Whereas this is just sort of like something that Maria's treating like, well, this is just what happens. Yeah. Oh, haha. <laughs> uh, and then it's too cold, so they got to go back inside. Yeah. Jackie hears a noise, but mm-hmm. it turns out to just be a cat, and. Then we go back inside to a classic Slumber Party Massacre dance scene Mm -hmm. gets going. Diane and Juliet start dancing in the living room. Mm -hmm. Uh, Morgan makes a creepy call from across the street while spying on them with his telescope. Uh, Hey, can I come over right now in the dark so I can see what your house is like in the dark? I need Uh, to see what the view's like from the roof uh, uh, from my telescope. She shuts him down. 
so effectively. <laughs> like, I just have friends over right now. My parents will let you do whatever you want, whenever you want, but I'm not doing it. Bang. Yeah. And then he's, oh, I'm going to angrily. No, he doesn't go back to watching them. He reads one of his medical texts. Yeah. The guys arrive to crash the party, um, but Frank isn't too stoked on it. He, he does doesn't want to crash like, it. I don't want to do it. And then eventually he's like, okay, yeah, no, you guys I are I told right. you guys I would I'll, drive by, but I'll since come. you stole my keys and threatened to like make a big scene, <laughs> I guess I'll join in. Juliet gets dared to do a strip tease, and Maria is going to show her how. Uh-oh. So they start stripping. What did you think of the strip scene? All of these movies have like a requirement that there's got to be like nudity. I will say I feel like the nudity in this one felt a little bit more uh, like on the nose than yes. it has in previous Summer Party Massacre ones. But I will say the nudity in this one... Do they do this in everyone where they like, we're, we're getting naked. Ha ha ha. More or less. Okay. The nudity in the first one is not like a, we're doing strip, strip scenes. Mm-hmm. There's uh, like Jackie and Kim change their clothes mm-hmm. and while the boys are watching. And then there's the nudity when they're in the school showers in okay. the first one, but it's not like this. And then in the second one, they have the dancing where they're doing like the foam. See, I kind of, actually like this one because both of the times we see women taking showers it's not sexualized i mean as much yeah it's it's through frosted glass yeah. or that nice pebbling I, and this time it's like we're gonna be sexy and you're gonna see us be sexy i did still feel like it was very female gaze yes like the sexiness like it wasn't like full like oh I, i'm squishing my boobs together and like oh i'm also orgasming from touching myself and you it know was I mean? also more like uh i'm slowly ta- i'm teasing you taking yeah. things off instead of like uh i'm titillating you by it was like the idea of what oh i i would imagine a woman would think a sexy striptease would be as opposed to like a sleazy striptease yes. that a, a guy would want so and they were just doing it to have fun with each other the guys scare them with a bunch of masks Which including freddy krueger would have fucking terrified can you imagine being a young woman living in 90s California and just three guys show up and go <laughs> in masks. No, thanks. Yeah. Also, how did they get inside and all the way into the living room without anyone noticing them until they go, blah. Same way as the doctor did. Right off camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I found that suspicious as well. But hey, narrative imperative. Yeah. And then somebody tips over the barbecue, which would Whoa. suck so much. She's fucked. Like her parents are going to be She's pissed. fucked. I was thinking when we, for, I forget that this happens every time we see it. And I was like, oh my God. What a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. But for like the, for the rest of the night, I would be like, I, what am I going to do? My parents are coming home tomorrow. They're going to kill me because it ruins the whole fucking deck. And they're selling the house. Maybe they don't even need to worry about selling it after this. It's just an insurance write-off. Oh, a hundred percent. Every light fixture in that house is destroyed. (laughs) There's ground glass mixed in with the blood in the carpet. Uh, They lost that sliding door and the glass door. And there's all the blood. Yeah. The blood and the death. But they're going to sue the pants off the police department, so it's fine. Certainly. (laughs) The guys leave. Her dad's a lawyer, too. so Exactly. They're fucked. The guys leave, and we get some POV stocking shots, which I thought was nice. Um, Yeah, man. The girls get changed. Weirdo shows up to spy on them. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. Tom and Frank send Michael back to apologize for them, and the girls decide to order a pizza. Yes, so uh, they're ordering that pizza over the phone and yelling and stuff, listening to music, and Mike starts just pounding on the door saying, hey, girls, just let me in. Come on, man. And they're like, as if. Because truly, as if. Fuck. Fuck that. Fuck this guy. Exactly. Uh, So they just turn the music Music up up. so they can't hear him anymore. And he sees the bemasked Ken creeping around. And he's like, who is that? His like uh, Alice, Alice, sweet Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of those see-through ones. I don't like those ones. Or uh, New Year's Evil. Really fucked up. Same sort of mask. So uh, Mike walks around to the back of the house, mm-hmm. 
and he gets jumped on. Yeah, uh, our killer is like <laughs> on like <laughs> Spider Man, Spider Manning in between the two houses, leaps upon him and starts pummeling him. I guess chases him to the front door, mm-hmm. and then Michael gets impaled with the for sale sign. Ouch! And dragged off. Ouch. And then Ken steals the light bulb, which is a pretty good move for when Jackie comes out. But also, I really like that Jackie immediately knew that someone took the light bulb. Yeah, and wasn't just like, "Oh no, what's wrong with the light?" Huh? We <laughs> are. No, uh, and I thought it was kind of strange how it was completely bloodless cleanup. And he could just once yeah. single-handedly push that <laughs> stake back into the ground, but who knows? Definitely. Then Ken calls Juliet from what I assume we're supposed to assume is the same like payphone that he uses to call later. Convenient from just down the street. Convenient down the street payphone that hey, you can those see. Those used to be all over the place, remember? Yeah, that's true. I I try to remember what that world was like. And it was crazy and I hated it. <laughs> but I hate this one too. So who's yeah. to say? The pizza person gets there, mm-hmm. uh, played by Marta Kober, who is from Friday the 13th, part two. Okay. And Duncan intercepts her to deliver the pizzas himself, and it changed shirts. I, at first, okay, I want to talk about this. Yes. One, at first, I didn't realize it was Duncan, because he was wearing sunglasses and a hat and the other one, and uh, you know me, and yeah. I can't tell people apart. And I was like... Is there another fucking another fucking guy? Like if it just kept being guys over and over again, different guys. The fifty-year-old shows up. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, uh, but obviously it wasn't. But also, I want to know the economics of this transaction because the pizza hasn't been paid for yet. Exactly. So that forty dollars has to cover the shirt and the pizza. Mm-hmm. I think he was buying the pizza for them. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Like, I think he is fully being like, I'm going to show up with these pizzas that I paid for. Uh, And then they don't have to worry about paying for it. I see. So they're less likely to kick me out, maybe? I don't know. He makes her turn around when he's changing because he doesn't want (laughs) her to see him you? Which is kind of cute, but Mm -hmm. also pretty much just pointing out the, like, he wants to go spy on the girls, but he doesn't want anyone seeing him. Yes. And he's a hypocrite. When he gets there, they're all right with him coming in because he has food. And, and he, I guess he's just viewed as like a total a sexless goblin, yeah. basically, and who acts like one as well. I feel like he fully leverages his like lack of sex appeal with them to yeah. to, to clown on them. Oh, uh, also, Ken is gonna come over and hang out with Juliet. Uh oh. But not before he follows the pizza person and drills her to death a bunch. The quality of the darkness in these movies, or this movie, was so great. It was. I really liked it. That big backlit darkness. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it reminded me a lot of Halloween. Yes. Uh, and this the long... Inspired by some Halloween things. Oh, yes. Those long shadows. Yes. Mm, so good. <laughs> uh, Jackie and Diane start getting this stuff for the pizza Mm -hmm. and did you notice what they were grabbing no i wasn't so we had a knife a fork Uh a serving bowl Uh and then she puts parmesan like a thing of parmesan and Mm -hmm. chili flakes on it and then she and diane start talking about how her and frank came to bone down oh yeah because of anthony and cleopatra and when she got to the part about suicide they, they were both just so into it. They she, had to. She was so into reading it, and he was so into her reading it mm-hmm. that he smooched her. And it was a romantic, and they squealed about I kind of shipped them. I thought they were a cute pairing. Frank, who is not my type, I was like, he's pretty cute. Yeah. Especially with that little earring and his motor jacket. The like big Slumber Party Massacre fan website, the Hawksetter Place, has the actors him listed as this other actor mm-hmm. that looks absolutely nothing like him and i'm positive that they're not the mm-hmm. same person but i don't really uh, i don't want to question their authority but if you look it up they definitely don't look like the same person at all <laughs> didn't you say that that website hasn't been updated 
I think the or last update it? was 2012. Wow. But I'm surprised it was that recent because yeah. it looked like it was made on Angel Fire. But I loved it. I don't want to shit talk it. Yeah, it looks great. No, I loved it. And it's so thorough. They have a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. on there. Like, we were looking at some of the production notes from this. Oh, yeah. Where they were, like, mentioning the references to the movies that they were inspired by. Well, to me, it was really interested. I was really interested in what exactly they drew from those movies. Because for so many of them, it was, like, sort of unrelated to the main plot Mm. it was like uh uh, whatever befalls the person who goes jogging intractable killer (laughs) so i like that about it too uh so they're talking about frank and Mm -hmm. they hear a noise at the door so they grab a knife to scare them but then when they open the blinds it's just the weirdo Ah! he drops jackie's address book and jackie calls the police who are looking at news reports about Ken's uncle who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And the cops, of course, are not at all concerned. Yeah, the, um, the one cop taking the phone calls is like, ah, you lousy kids. You're, you're I a hate bunch that of guy nothing. so much, which obviously we are supposed mm-hmm. to. But he's just like true garbage shit of a character. Yeah, all of these people died because mm-hmm. of When him. he's talking about the cop who committed suicide, mm-hmm. and obviously we know that Ken's uncle is mm-hmm. not a nice person. He's like, oh, I heard he was a little like gay nice know. wonderful and the other cop was like well that's no reason to kill yourself yeah i don't know the other cop was like grounded yeah even well, though he was the straight man even though he still could have taken things a little bit more seriously yeah but i'm better a little bit seriously than not at all frank and tom mm-hmm. come back and ken also shows back up uh frank gives jackie some roses and they smooch I, I don't know. I think they're a cute matchup. They are what a cute matchup. They are a cute matchup. Frank was also cute, I think. Yeah. Yeah? No, I agree. He's kind of looks like a shark a little He bit. does look like a shark. But in a good way. Like Jets versus sharks. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdo breaks into Jackie's basement. Mm-hmm. Doesn't go well for him. We no. find out later he ends up getting killed. Um, so Ken was down there the whole time. At some point he mm. was down there. Um, Juliet and Ken make eyes at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where we learn that Ken's in med school. And they sneak off for some sex. Yeah, because Duncan, that guy, the blonde-haired guy. That Duncan, I, yeah, yeah. Was like, so what brings you back to town when you're supposed to be in med, med school? school? Like, just obsequiously sneaking his way <laughs> in between them when they clearly want nothing to do with them. Exactly. Oh, well. Tom gets wrapped up looking at family photos of uh, Jackie's family. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I can't believe this lawyer fishes. I wouldn't imagine lawyers fishing. And then Susie takes yeah. him down to the basement to show him his taxidermied marlin. Which is the size of a car? It's huge. This was another ship, for and, sure. Yeah. Because they have this whole conversation. He calls her like a little sister, mm-hmm. which, I mean, kind uh... of obviously referenced. And asks her how to know if it's okay to kiss a girl. And then they smooch. And it was so cute. For an extended amount of time. Can I ask you something? I mean, you seem like the sort of girl I could ask. That doesn't sound promising. I I always thought of you kind of like a sister. Please go on. Quickly. If you're out on a date with a girl, how do you ask her if you can kiss her? First, ask questions later. Really? Trust me. They have sex. Whoa. I know. So cute. Amazing. We don't get to see the sex, which I do like that there were no sex scenes, really. No, like the only one we see we're about to see, I guess. And it doesn't go well. There's for, more well, not a, for everyone. a masturbation scene. Yeah. <laughs> Because Ken and Juliet start going at it. He's kissing her boobs. She's totally down. He's kissing her chin. She's totally down. He takes his shirt off and starts, uh, she starts putting her hand downtown. And Uh kablammy, he flashes back and freaks out. He starts immediately because he isn't hard. Mm Mm-hmm. He's disappointed, but she, and I love this. Yeah. She was like, there's other ways you can make me happy. So he just like eats her out. Yeah. Did you see him licking her chin yes. and stuff? 
It's because they're so turned on. I don't know. To me, it was like, oh, here's some signs that this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. Do you think he's just like copying things that his uncle did to him? Ooh. I hadn't thought of it Sorry before. Sorry to bring mood but down. That's so gross. But probably because, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Janine sneaks upstairs to creep on them mm-hmm. uh, to hear <laughs> what they're that they're doing it. And then Tom and Susie come up after fucking. He's hungry. And then he proceeds to spill pizza on Jackie's floor, which sucks for her because she already has to deal with this burnt patio. Now she's got pizza stain and the missing light bulb. And they <sighs> decide to try bleaching it. It is the wettest, and Jackie. wettest pizza that must have ever existed to leave a it's perfect one of those 80s movie pizza. Pizza shaped triangle. Have on we the talked floor. about this before? I, we must have. Um, and perhaps a listener could shed some light on this if you haven't mm-hmm. listened to us talk about this before, because I couldn't even tell you what episode we do. I feel like we might bring it up every time there's pizza in a movie. Mm-hmm. Does American pizza look like pizza? In movies, because it doesn't look like pizza here. I don't know. I I would okay. I would hazard a guess. It is due to differences in the milk that makes up the cheese and the dough. Probably, but also is it just prop pizzas, like poorly made prop pizzas? Mm. I guess we don't really see the pizza. Rubber at all. pizzas, just the slice that he drops and on the, the boxes. That's true. Interesting. Now I'm gonna launch an investigation <laughs> into that. They're cleaning up, and Juliet sends Ken downstairs so she can shower, aka mm-hmm. finish herself off. With and she's just a like, vibrator. "Go, just go. Like it's fine. You can go." Because <laughs> he sucks. Goodbye, and he's pissed. So she goes into this lavish bathroom, mm-hmm. and my question is: Is this Jackie's vibrator or her mom's? I thought it was. Or did Juliet bring it? I thought Juliet brought it in her purse. But she took it out of a drawer in the bathroom. Oh. Now that is some psychotic shit. These are the important questions. That is psychotic. I fully thought she like took it out of her own bag. No, she takes it out of a drawer. Ooh. This is also, I'm sure you noticed, the same house set as uh, Sorority House Massacre 2. It looked very similar. So that's good to know that I wasn't hallucinating because I was like, I've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but also the upstairs hallway looked like the hallway from The Shining where Danny sees the twins. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just very protracted. So. so Juliet starts showering. It's quite obviously not the actress behind the uh, the glass, the dappled glass. It's like a pebbled uh, vinyl uh, shower curtain, isn't it? It's I don't know. It's like I glass. It's it. sort of like a, a patio. Oh, okay, set. I love like it. that. Like uh, it was glass so that doesn't great. break. It like shatters mm. into a bunch of pieces. Mm-hmm. Safety glass. Sort of thing. Safety glass. Uh, Ken comes in, takes her clothes, mm-hmm. and then he drops the vibrator into the bath, which electrocutes her to death because it's a plug-in vibrator. Yeah, uh, that would be terrible. It would be. Yeah, this is why you gotta have uh, ground fault interrupters <laughs> on your bathroom uh, plugs. And downstairs, they cannot get this stain out. They're so, making it worse. Maria goes upstairs to talk to Juliet mm-hmm. about her recent bone down. And she just finds water everywhere. Mar- Juliet. How could? There's water everywhere. So she follows it with a towel to the closet. And then she finds Juliet's body in a garment bag. Mm-mm-mm. Jackie and Ken rush upstairs because he's still doing this whole, uh, what? Juliet? No, like I'm upset good boy, that she's dead. Good boy act. Well, Uncle Billy probably killed her. And Susie's like, uh, he's probably in a house. Uh-oh. But they're just like, what if he's outside? <laughs> Which doesn't make much sense. But also, what if he's inside the house with them? <laughs> they want to call the cops, but they don't think... They'll take it seriously. Yeah. She's like, it'll just, they'll just think it's still a joke. And then Ken calls the cops to report the murder, but the cop doesn't believe them at all because Jackie takes over. Mm-hmm. And then the other cop says he'll swing by the house after a shift. In an hour. Yeah. Oh, Ken can have so much fun in an hour. Oh, way, way mm-hmm. lots of fun. Ken says that he's going to go try and rouse his uncle to come help because mm-hmm. he's a retired cop. And so he he and Tom leave with some equipment from the fire. Yeah, the the poker and the little shovel thing. 
Which is the shovel thing? What the? F- no. I mean, I guess you could no, like better than nothing. You could like really like try to get the point. Why in? not bring one of the knives from the kitchen? Who knows? Exactly. Ken pretends he has a knee injury. Mm-hmm. Oh, just my as old they're knee passing injury. a lumberyard, and then he suggests that they go get some more weapons because <laughs> he's a dirty, rotten trickster. And like, I mean, this is a terrible plan. Oh, definitely. He ends up hitting Tom with a sledgehammer handle, and they get into, like, a fight for a bit. It's a choreographed sledgehammer battle. Tom even gets a chainsaw, but then... He can't start it. Ken comes from behind and knocks him out, and then he chainsaws his Achilles tendon. Don't let anyone ever know your weakness. Never admit your weakness. Hey, can I tell you something? Because he said his ankles hurt sometimes. Can I just say, Ken? Yeah. uh, Chainsaw to the Achilles tendon is everyone's weakness, I think. I don't think you could do that to very many people and they'd be like, I'm good to exactly. go. Exactly. That might be part of the joke, right? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> what's your Achilles tendon? What's your weakness? Oh, that's true. Tom is still alive, though, for the time being. He I guess crawls around he ends a up bit. crawling all the way back to Jackie's house because he's outside the window when that Maria's is escaping. such a long way to crawl without no one helping you. Yeah. In Venice Beach? Venice, Venice yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> but that's Venice for you. Am I right? The crew at home are all gathered in the living room, and Diane says she feels like she's in a concentration camp, which is her second Nazi reference of the movie. How long has it been? Ten minutes at least. The rug looks like shit. God, I feel like I'm in a concentration camp waiting for the Gestapo to come in and say, you, Diane. What was her first one? When her oh, the Gestapo. And, well, she says the Gestapo yeah. here, but when her and Jackie are on the beach talking about moving, yes. she's like, oh, are your parents Nazis? I mean, I almost feel like she should have brought it up a third time. <laughs> Just to, like, really, really drive it home that she is obsessed with Nazis. World War II Germany. Uh, but that's great. That's funny. I don't know. I, and I was also like, no, it's nothing like that. And Why don't all of you have knives? And then they realize that they left the basement window open. Oh, what? So Jackie and Frank go down to close it, and they find the weirdo murdered in a trunk. Oh, no. He was killed with part of the Marlin's spike nose that was cruelly snapped <laughs> off. I bet her dad is going to be so fucking pissed, because he's not going to get that spike back. <laughs> it's ruined. Uh, and this is what Ken calls them to tell them to stay in the house <laughs> from the phone booth we talked about earlier Tom went to go convince the cops in person and uh, definitely this is not at all his plan just to keep them in the house while he walks down yeah. the street to oh, kill them you sound different on the phone anyways Ken backtracks to his candlelit lair yeah his like whole shrine thing to his uncle in God, the back of this van it takes so long to light all those candles you get the reference in the back of the oh, molestation mm, I did not get that. But yeah. That's, it all comes back to that. He also has some weaponry, the, namely the drill. The drill, which has so many candles around it. You can tell that this is like his favorite drill out of all of them. He's got a clipping of the article about his uncle's suicide mm-hmm. and... Uh, photos of him and his uncle and then he starts having a flashback Uh of his uncle molesting him basically Uh oh that's not good he gets the drill to head for jackie's house walking right down the middle of the street and everyone's no one's concerned at all there's no traffic maybe everyone's quarantining maybe haha he gets to the door and as soon as duncan opens it he slashes him three times in the guts with the drill ouch and duncan dies right there on the white carpet see i sort of hoped that duncan would have stumbled and then fallen over the pizza stain oh that makes sense. that would have been funny but whatever <laughs> chaos starts going crazy frank comes up from behind mm-hmm. with a knife and tackles ken but ken's just too darn strong and they're tussling tussling Rawr. Jackie smashes the first of many things over Ken's head. Yeah, it's a big lamp. There's a lot of big 80s lamps that get smashed in this. Which slows him down, but then he knocks Frank down and kills him, Mm -hmm. I guess, from head trauma? It was unclear to me exactly what happened there, but Frank is no longer in the movie. 
Jackie's like, oh, you killed him. Mm -hmm. And then Ken sees the rest of the girls trying to get out the patio door, but it's stuck with another piece of the swordfish. Oh, no, that damn swordfish. Oh, also, Morgan sees this happening. He calls the police, and they promptly believe him. Hi, it's me, Mr. Creep Doctor Man. Yeah. There's a disturbance. (laughs) Even though it's clearly more than a disturbance, it's an attempted murder? Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Ken ends up kind of grazing Diane's side. Yes. And then goes to the door uh, to stop them from getting out the front door. And Maria tries to go through the office. But Mm -hmm. that's not really a very good plan, I Uh, don't think, for her. Well, first of all, this dad has some of the worst, tackiest crap on his desk. (laughs) He has a... uh, Brass, which is normally I very I love brass knickknacks. I have a whole bunch of them. Yes, but not Owls, I. I do goats. not have a uh, brass duck that is also a glass globed uh, candy dispenser. Uh-huh. Ugh, this whole office <laughs> is cr- like sparse, but also awful. <laughs> And Ken just follows her right in there. She doesn't mm-hmm. shut the door or anything, and he starts yelling at her to like do what he tells her to do Stay still and then he starts creeping up on her and then janine comes and saves the day she smashes a platter over his well head. it had fruit in it which she carefully removed each each individual fruit she <laughs> took out first and it was one of those like really heavy ones like this must have cost like two hundred dollars i really like how they always tried to save each other even yeah. though it didn't work out most of the well, time most of the time they tried to save each other. Janine especially was pretty badass and I'm bummed that she dies because after saving Maria, the two of them go back to try and open Mm -hmm. the patio door and Ken starts coming for them and Maria gets away, but he traps Janine. Yeah. You're not being nice. Fuck you. He's like, fuck you. And And then throws herself through the door, which is badass. So presumably dies, but how? No, she does not die. She's just like winded, I assume, from jumping through a glass door so she doesn't stand up because then Ken comes out and like looms over her and and says, what a waste. And then it cuts away. And then when they go to go out the door again later, all of her guts are all over the, the floor. Ew. Yeah. So he like drilled her guts out. That's terrible. Diane and Jackie hide out in one of the bedrooms, Mm -hmm. and Maria sort of tries to distract Ken by making noise, and then hide in a wardrobe. She, like, slams the bathroom door Mm -hmm. to make it sound like she hid in there, and then Ken breaks down the door and comes in, and the distraction gives Jackie and Diane enough time to sneak back downstairs, but then Ken opens the closet in a Halloween riff. Yes, and he sees Jackie's- Juliet's body. And then he sees Susie hiding there. Well, like, you don't know that he sees Susie right away. He mm-hmm. starts, like, crying about Juliet. He's pretending. And then he immediately turns to Susie and is like, this is all your fault. Which, it's not. Uh, but he not. violently grabs her and throws her over the, like, foot of the bedpost. Yeah, well, Ooh. first, he, like, fully breaks the door down. Like, with rips his it to hands. shreds. With his hands, he rips it off the track and everything. Yeah. Throws her violently. Susie is a great screamer. Maria yes. Claire, great. Juliet. You did this! Ah! <laughs> He's got somebody. Wait, Jackie. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Well, he is like, like, savaging her. He's yeah, slapping her and hitting her in the face, telling her not to fight, holding her down, saying she was just jealous. Oh, this is so, and because he's taking on uh, his uncle's persona. And Maria, oh, I'm your is uncle. I'll always from love the wardrobe you. Wardrobe the whole time. Wait and a minute. He does say that, right? Like, I'm your uncle. I'll always love you. Yeah, Were you Bill. jealous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did he make him watch him molest other children? I think the context is maybe that he 
watched his uncle have sex with someone mm-hmm. and then or try to have sex with someone and then his uncle just caught him seeing it and was like oh are you jealous like something like that maybe mm, i don't know it's there's a lot of layers to this when you start unpa- unpacking it and i don't like where they go <laughs> ken goes to get the drill to kill Susie. And then Maria comes out and smashes another lamp over his oh, head. fuck yes. Lots of lamp smashing. And it was a huge lamp. <laughs> and the, But she thinks Susie's dead, right? Yeah. yeah. And so Ken chases Maria, Diane, and Jackie downstairs. And they go into the basement. And I didn't like this scene at all. They try and push Maria through the window. Would but she... for whatever, she just does the whole, like, I can't. I can't. And she's already out the window. She's halfway <laughs> out this fucking window. And if... They had been able to do this. She could have lifted the other two out. I don't know. Exactly. It was very frustrating. So she's uh, uh, the one with the crutch, the paint roller, is like fighting them off. Diane. Yeah, Diane. Well, yeah. So Ken comes down and um, they can't get Maria through the window, obviously. Mm -hmm. So he corners them and then Jackie grabs her dad's harpoon gun and shoots him in the leg with it. Yeah. So they go upstairs and they go to leave out the patio door Mm -hmm. when they find Janine's gutted body. And they don't go through it. They like overpower Ken, Mm -hmm. the the three of them for a little bit. And then they're like begging, get the drill. They're going to fucking kill him. Three on one. I love this scene because they're just wrestling around like fish on the ground. But then who fucking comes up behind them? Susie, baby. And she's got the bleach, and she fucking bleaches his retinas by throwing bleach in his face. I love it. Anytime. Ooh, so good. Anytime you can fucking blind one of these motherfuckers. But then he just starts swinging wildly with the drilla mm-hmm. and ends up getting Maria. Yeah. And then it's a very sad scene. I hated this. I This is the one thing in this movie that doesn't work for me. I... Did think that Maria Ford does a really great job acting. Like, this is the best acting scene in the entire movie. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And it's so, like, realistic, sort of like, she should be a fucking psychiatrist. Yeah. She got right to the heart of it, where I don't think anyone else necessarily understood it the way that she did, where she was like, please don't hurt me. You said if I stayed still, you wouldn't hurt me. I know someone hurt you. Let's talk about it. I'll do whatever you want. for her life and he starts fondling her and like aggressively ripping her clothes off and just generally being a fucking rapist asshole he tries or she tries to grab the drill but Mm -hmm. she can't reach it and it's a bummer and she would have been a cool final girl fuck yes and there can be more than one there are so many fucking people in this movie and she fought so hard she tried to save her friends her friends tried to save her i don't know made me pissed off a little bit she goes for his crotch and then he freaks out and he drags her back and then he kills her violently she's holding the drill and he like starts it and cuts her hands up oh my god i can't imagine i can't imagine what that would feel like and then he like makes hamburger of her while they're just standing Standing there there watching like i mean granted you freeze in fear terror especially instances like that but Man, I didn't want her to and die. And they're terrible in this situation. Yes. But the scene was added later. 
Okay. So that's sort of why they didn't help her in the grand scheme of that things. That makes sense. But in terms of the story being told in the movie, it does suck. Yeah. For that they didn't help her mm-hmm. in any way when they had, oh my gosh, so much opportunity so much to time. just come and stab him he through the back of the head. so distracted. I mean, you... There's so many places you could stab someone. You don't even have to hit the right spots. Just mix it around a bit. Diane and Jackie start mouthing to Susie while Ken starts breaking mm-hmm. all the lights. And then he hears Susie because stepping heavy. Ha ha. And then starts following her through the house. Breaking every everything. piece of glass as he goes because he's blind. Uh, I mean, it's a good strategy because now they can't walk anywhere without it making noise. Diane and Jackie go to leave, but they just can't do it without their friend. Nope. So Jackie goes to get her volleyball net. Uh, Diane hits him with a paint roller and sort of taunts him away from mm-hmm. Susie while jousting with him, uh, drill a la paint roller. And then they net him. And I was almost hoping that the drill would get like all fucked Caught up in the it, net. Yeah. It yeah, Susie turns the TV on. To oh, yeah. Genius. Smart. And he l- turns around, giving Diane time to whack him in the head a bunch of times. Yeah. And uh, they so they knock him out, and mm-hmm. Diane is a brain genius, and she says they should just kill him. I'm going to call the police. They have to listen this time. Let's just kill him, and then he'll never get away. We can't just kill him. Why not? Because you don't kill somebody that's just lying there. Guys, excuse me. We don't have all night. What are we going to do with them? Right now, why don't we just kill him? Because there is no way a jury would convict, one. And two, no way that they wouldn't get away with it from the cops. Like, all you have to say is we held him down and killed him because he kept fighting. And the other two are like, no. He's lying down. It's not the right thing to do. (laughs) There were some lives that I really liked where they were... We're like, he looks weird. And Diane was like, well, we did hit him in the head a lot. He's still breathing. (laughs) Uh Uh, And of course, he wakes up Mm -hmm. while having a PTSD about his molestation. Hell yeah. He jumps back up and starts beating Diane to death before stabbing her a bunch. With the knife that someone dropped. While Susie wrestles him. And then Jackie... Credit where credit's due, Jackie goes to town with the drill. And for really once... reclaims her power. Yeah, for once, this drill produces a gush of blood that covers her like she's been to prom. Yeah, she does not stop until he's a fine goo. Loved it. I love a final girl mm-hmm. soup making. Me too. Anytime they end up covered in blood is good by me. Yeah. Um, I but think I... Jackie is extremely serviceable as final girl. Oh, definitely. I think Susie as final girl was great too. The bleach thing was a stroke of genius. It was. And I feel so bad for Diane. Yeah, she rolls over and dies. Right there. Uh, there is apparently, they shot multiple endings okay. in which oh. she lived in some of the endings. She like, when she rolled over, instead of dying, she says, I'm okay. Nice. Yeah. But that, like, even the actress, Brandi Burkett, when she saw the movie, was surprised that her character died. I wish she would have lived. And then they yeah. all get out of it supporting each other together. <laughs> Jackie looks over the bodies. She finds the photo of Ken and his uncle. Mm-hmm. And then the police finally arrive, and we end on the seemingly innocuous photo that's actually a really creepy, gross photo. Yes. Things aren't always as they seem. No. The cop uncle looked like norm mcdonald to me exactly yeah a little bit i could see that exactly like norm mcdonald so our six degrees of jamie lee for this movie maria ford was in future fear with jeff wincott who was in prom night with jamie lee curtis fantastic yeah i don't know i really like this movie this movie is amazing um looks great it looks it looks fantastic. It is a trip back to 1990. We did watch the unrated version, I think. Yes. Important to notice. So it has that thing where you watch unrated or producer's cuts sort of mm-hmm. things where you can tell where the scenes are spliced in. Jarringly. They aren't as remastered as the other ones were able to be. But damn. I mean, there were... And in this movie, it's largely just like dialogue. That scene of the like pizza delivery person being chased reminded me of that scene, uh, of the opening scene of It Follows... Where she's in yeah, heels yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know, your your comparisons to Gallows was so spot on because there are so many like weird kills, but where it's like, ah, you know what I mean? Where like, the person is like, ah, I feel like they always do that in yeah. Gallows. So, I don't uh, know. It was so good. I love this movie as well. 
Oh, definitely. I, I think it's really good. Um, one thing I will say, because we talked about like the Maria whole death scene. Mm-hmm. So Sally Madison, the director, says she doesn't consider it to be a rape scene. And it was, like I said, it was added after the fact. And Maria was supposed to die relatively quickly as mm-hmm. soon as she got slashed without any dialogue. And Sally Madison says that she remembers being told to add the scene in, most likely because it was running short. She also said that she thinks the scene really ties together the link between uh, a woman's sexuality and violence against women, which she doesn't like. She didn't like it then, and she doesn't like it now, and she's not really very happy with it. Okay. I don't know. To me, it seemed more like uh, we're showing Maria as a laser perceptive social yes. person. I, I did like the yeah. character aspects of that for sure. And I really think Maria Ford did such a good she job acting. It. Knocked it out of the fucking park, man. I really wish there were award shows for movies like this and roles like that. Oh, definitely. I don't know. I really like it. This yeah. is why I love watching these movies and why they're my birthday choice every year. Damn right. I don't know what we're going to do next year. Dun, dun, dun. So should we wrap it up? Sounds good. Our dogs are licking each other and they're getting very antsy. So they want us to finish. All right. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, Def First Blood on Twitter. Definitely First Blood at gmail.com if you want to shoot us off an email. Definitely First Blood on Instagram. Where you get to see the beautiful posters that uh, my wonderful co host makes every single week. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, uh, thank you. We love you. Goodbye. 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 Oh, God.